Welcome back in our series about God's revelation and uh, going uh, over the book of Revelation with His Grace Bishop Yusuf. Last time we spoke about the church of Ephesus and Smyrna being the first two churches in chapter 2. Today we'll continue with the other two churches, uh, Pergamum or Pergamos and Thyatira. So last time we saw that the church of Ephesus is the loved church, but they left their first love. The church of Smyrna was the persecuted church, which was carrying its cross, so there was nothing against it. Today, Sayyidina, the Pergamos, the, what's in it for us? <laughs> Pergamos means marriage. Uh, for example, when we say monogamy, uh, to marry one wife. What marriage here is speaking about? It is the marriage between us and the world. The church is called out of the world. But when we live dual life, and there is a merge between uh, the life of the world and the life of the church, this duality actually represented by the church of Pergamos, when we serve two masters. That's why the, the way the Lord described himself, that he who has the sharp to ujjit sword. Because mm. when I live this dual life, I will accept some philosophy from the world. So this sword to fight this bad thought, or more accurately, to split and separate between the truth mm. and the uh, thinking of the world, the philosophies of the world. Mm. So this sharp sword, God uh, presented himself to teach, to separate between the truth and the false teaching, as we're going to see in this church. This church also faced some uh, persecution. He told them, you dwell where Satan's throne is, and also Antipas. The Lord called him my faithful martyr. He was killed. Uh, so there was a persecution here. And maybe th this persecution made them try to compromise mm -hmm. and to unite with the world, to accept some philosophies from the world in order to protect themselves from the persecution. That's why the Lord told him, you have some who hold the doctrine of Balaam, who taught Balak to put a stumbling block before the children of Israel and to eat things sacrificed to idol and commit sexual immorality. So this church compromised a little bit about, uh, you know, sexual immorality. Maybe laws of divorce uh, or maybe premarital sex. All these things, actually, they, they were lenient toward it. Yes. Uh, so, so they accepted the philosophy of the world. Like right now, uh, many people or many of our youth think about dating in young age or premarital sex or divorce for just any reason or marrying divorced uh, people. Uh, so th that's part of uh, the stumbling block that the Lord spoke here, how we allow the opinion and the influence of the world to get uh, impact, get in the church. And, and then actually another heresy that some other hold the doctrine of the Nicolaitans. And the Lord said, here the, the solution, repent. Repent means you need to separate. You are not of this world. 
separate between love of God and the love of the world. Don't, you cannot live according to the principle of the world. Otherwise, I will come quickly and fight against them with the sword of my mouth. Yeah. Then as the structure, he ended by giving them encouragement about victory. To him who overcomes, I will give some of the hidden manna to eat, and I will give him a white stone, and on the stone a new name written, which no one knows except him who received it. As I said, we are separate from the world. So if we are separate from the world, we take a new name. And, and, and the new name that we, we took it already is the name of Christ. Yeah. Uh, you are uh, Christian, means I have the name of Christ. By saying you are Christian, then I am not, I am different. I am not children of, from this world. And we ate from the hidden manna. As a Christian, I uh, partake from the body and the blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. So this church actually is about unity or marriage or walking with the philosophy and principle of the world. So I feel that this is of uh, particular importance not just now, but I think in every age, because many people get confused. Like, for example, when, when I come and hear, like, the world is bad, don't, don't mingle with the world. Some, sometimes it's, uh, things get confused, like what parts of the world I actually don't want to mingle with and what other parts I'm actually using because we all eat and drink and, and have places to live and have cars to drive. And so can you uh, please elaborate on this segment? Any teaching is not in harmony with the teaching of the scripture is against God, mm. you know. For example, let me uh, reflect on the example that I said, divorce. The scripture and the Lord Jesus Christ said very clearly, you know, no divorce except for sexual immorality. So if I want to apply the principle of the world, then uh, here I'm, I'm, I'm falling exactly like the church of Pergamos, like premarital sex, you know. We know that Adam and Eve, when they took the fruit from the hand of God, they lived. But when they took the fruit from the hand of Satan, not given to them by God, it was a cause of death. Same in marriage, when I receive my spouse from the hand of God, it will be a source of life. But if I receive my partner not from the hand of God, it will lead to death. So any premarital relationship, it's not from the hand of God. So this leads to destruction. That's what the Lord, the, the world now is teaching. It's okay to have a boyfriend. It's okay to have a girlfriend. Same-sex marriage, for example, homosexuality, transgenderism. The world now is advocating all these things as nothing wrong with it. Mm. Uh, nothing wrong for homosexuality. Nothing wrong for transgenderism. Nothing wrong for abortion. Even some people support full-term abortion. A baby or an infant or fetus who is nine months, he can survive if he's born, 
can live as a human being. But some people support full-term abortion. So that's a crime. So all this teaching of the world. So when the Lord said, don't love the world, you are not of this world, don't live according to the principles of, of the world. So let's move on to the next church, which is uh, church number four, the church of Thyatira. So uh, what's in that church for us? The name itself means theater. Theater, yeah. Theater. So it's acting. Mm. So it's a hypocritical church. Mm. Uh, the acting like uh, godly, many, many activities, uh, prayers, but there is no fruit. They are just the acting in church. They have the looks. But yeah, love the looks, but not the spirit. That's why the description here, son of God who has eyes like a flame of fire and feet like fine brass. The, these eyes search the heart and they know whether I'm acting or I'm genuine. But again, the fire can purge me from this hypocrisy if I accepted the fire of God to refine me and purge me. And the, the feet like fine brass, we said this is judgment. So if I'm going to continue in this hypocritical life, like the scribe and Pharisees, then I will face this judgment. Uh, judgment. And again, God uh, encouraged this church mm -hmm. and told them, I know your works, your love, your service, your faith, your patience. So. He encouraged them. But where is the hypocrisy here? You know, he, he's doing all of this. But at the same time, he allowed the woman Jezebel, who calls herself a prophetess, to teach and seduce my servant to commit sexual immorality and to eat things sacrificed to idols. Then she was given a time to repent, but she did not repent. But the church did not take an action here. Mm. The church did not, like, how, how St. Paul rebuked the people in Corinth when one committed sexual immorality with his father's wife. And St. Paul told them, why did not separate uh, or exclude or guest away uh, this immorality from among you? You accept it, you know? So that's the hypocrisy. How you are serving and you have love and you have patience, but at the same time, you are allowing members of the church to live in this uh, sexual immorality. That's why the Lord said, if you don't take an action, I will come. I will kill her children with this. And all the churches shall know that I am he who searches the mind and heart. And I will give to each one according to your work. Mm -hmm. Then this church also compromised many things. That's why the Lord asked them not to compromise. He told them in verse 25, hold fast, what you have till I come. We should not compromise the, the faith that was given to us. We need to hold fast to it. And, and the encouragement here, the motivation, the promise, he who overcomes and keep my works until the end, to him I will give power over nations. This church led Jezebel to continue in her sexual morality. But if they repent, and they show in, in the readership how to keep the church holy and pure, then the, the reward 
uh, I will give power over nations. He should rule them with a rod of iron. They will, shall be dashed to pieces like the potter's vessels. And as I also have received from my father, and I will give him the morning star. So God will entrust him to, to rule over nations. If they showed good leadership, how to protect the church of God from hypocrisy, God actually will entrust them with more and more. As um, we read in the parable of the minus, he was faithful in the five minus, so he entrusted him over 10 other cities or five other uh, cities. So this was the end of chapter two, uh, the churches of uh, Pergamos and the church of uh, Thyatira. And um, I feel like there is a couple of very nice things we learned today. If I'm like the church of Pergamos, uh, married to the world, uh, then I can separate what's good in the world from what's bad by the word of God, the sword that comes out of God's mouth. In the case of the church of Thyatira, if I have works and uh, there are some good things in my life, but at the same time there is some hypocrisy, uh, also God gave the solution that he has the fiery eyes. He can see and, and tell me what is wrong uh, that needs to be fixed. Thank you very much, and uh, we'll meet again next time uh, with the three other churches in chapter 3.